Hey guys, it's your girl Lex here, and welcome to the very first episode of Lex Chat. Here with me, I have my two best friends. They're gonna introduce themselves real quick. This is Mia. Hi guys, my name is Aida. And let's get ready to chat. So Lex Chat, y'all. So first conversation of the day really is, you know, how did quarantine really affect you? And like coming out of it, how did you, how do you feel now that everything's opening back up and kind of getting to normal? Well, I mean, everything's so much more different now just because, you know, everything's starting to get back to normal, but it will never be normal until, you know, the whole coronavirus actually goes away entirely at 100%. Even like towards dating, it's so much harder now, you know, people aren't comfortable, you know, having like lunch or casual coffee with you because they're scared of catching a virus. and. You can't really see, you know, the physical features of someone through a mask or, you know, if someone's actually smiling at you or like looking at you a certain way, like the mask is in the way of these things. And, um, you know, working from home and certain people having so many restrictions, it's just not easy to date. It's not easy to go out. It's almost like it's just better to just be home and do things like from, you know, the comfort of your home. Yeah, well, for me, I feel like it's definitely an adjustment. I feel like with the dating life, work life, school life, you know, definitely, you know, from working, like Mia said, working from home, it's a, it's a lot different. You know, you're answering phone calls, you know, you have interruptions from siblings, parents, dogs, everything. Right, those Zoom together. calls be a bitch when you have, like, people in the background. Exactly. Yes. And then also dealing with, you know, finally going outside, having to wear a mask, not being able to breathe. The struggles <laughs> is real. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely different. Um, it's a new normal. Um, who knows when things are going to get back to normal, to the normal that we once knew. Um, but, yeah, I feel like it's just definitely It just adjustment. feels so weird to, like, mm-hmm. step out, you know? I'm it's, saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been out. Like, I think, like, as soon as everything opened up, the governor said, hey, like, we're going to open restaurants again. I think exactly. my ass was out of the house. Like, I had cabin fever so bad. Uh-huh. I didn't want to be in the house. Like, I was tired of the same scenery. Yeah, you were stressing out, too. Yeah, yeah. playing puzzles and board games, watching stupid-ass TV. Like, uh-huh. I was done. Yeah, being in four walls is not easy. And then, like certain like shows you go through all of them just because you get some type of like anxiety that you just want to like you know go through these shows quickly because you want to know what happens next or happens at the end Mm -hmm. so then when your show ends in netflix it's like okay what do i do next and then it's like there isn't enough creative things to do at home for you to stay within four walls and never go out again it kind of makes me feel like like imagine if a purge would happen and you're just stuck in the house without getting out and the world is like ending outside and it's going crazy there's so many things that you can just do to just stay home shit mm-hmm. at least i had like ice cream and shit that's the i think that's like what kept food <laughs> kept like comfort. kept me like yeah. comfortable and then that's when you gain weight right. i gained like two yeah. dress sizes like well I, 15, 14, I gained 15. a dress size that was size two um, now i'm a size four Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and quarantine has been so long that I literally got in shape and got out of shape. When like quarantine was in, like mm-hmm. I lost twenty pounds. 
Then I gain it all back. Now I'm like, I lost 10 and I'm, I'm trying to sell the 10. Girl, girl I, I tell you. feel about the people that already, like our parents that say, like, we don't do anything anywhere. We're always on the stupid phones. We're always on TikTok. Now look like, at them. Like, now now look, look at, at us. Exactly. And look at them, look at us. Literally. Like, now we're tired of the whole social media life, you know, lifestyle, I'm, being on I social media. I swear, I can't stand yeah. Instagram. Uh-huh. I mean, Twitter's uh-huh. a little better, but like uh-huh. Instagram is the same thing over and over. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Bad just watch- news cases going up like literally all bad news i i go through instagram and then it says you're all caught up you're all caught up and it's like, like yeah been, i know yeah. I've, I've gone I through refreshed a lot the page 20 times yeah. 20 minutes exactly. like damn so on the basis of dating zaida i know you have a boyfriend so how was dating life for you because i know me and me are single i mean we were you know yeah. entertaining okay, <laughs> or whatever but like yeah. for you since you're in a relationship like i know you didn't see him for months like how did you guys keep it alive like you send dirty picture? Did you have the, you know, phone sex? <laughs> well, I think it's definitely a combination of both. I feel like when you're already cooped up in the house and you have to kind of get creative, you know, you get creative by little videos here, Ooh. maybe Ooh. voice messages, those sexy Ooh. voice messages at night. But definitely it really take it really took a really hard hit because he does have older parents. So even though like we would still try to make time to see each other like maybe once a month or twice a month, which is crazy because we usually see each other every day and work out and stuff like that, I still had to be cautious that the fact that you know he has older parents, so like maybe we could it's best if we just FaceTime during the quarantine or call each other more like than once or twice a day so i know he was i know i know he was feeling for you yeah, he, definitely. I know he was actually feeling more for going out and hanging out with his friends at clubs because my boyfriend goes out every friday every weekend with his friends or he's either watching a um game so also football season like sport like the sport wasn't uh, there no, was wasn't there no like so I that know. was definitely yeah. and i you remember all, like yeah. he invited me he was like lex i know you be going out like let's go to, like, i know he's like let's go to this party there's yeah, this party exactly so and then you were with it too because you guys both want to go out i wasn't i was like i didn't care because whatever i'm yeah. used to being home like that so, i mean i didn't yeah. care much for going <laughs> out but you kind of miss something when you don't have it exactly you don't know what you have to I Gone. Right? We were hella yeah. grateful. Like, yeah. I was like, Lord, I'm never, ever gonna be ungrateful yeah. again in my exactly. life. Because I want to get out this house. Uh-huh. When I look, when I go back to work, I'm not gonna complain. Okay. When I have That's to pay I bills, I'm not gonna complain. Social media was definitely on that tip. Like, I'm not gonna complain about going out no more. I'm not gonna complain about. I don't know, just doing the normal things. Literally. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna appreciate my job so much when I'm back. I'm gonna be super like a butterfly, super but you work from home. But you worked from home, so yeah. like, I've been you, didn't working, get to, you yeah. didn't get to miss work. Well, I've been working from home since March, since, you know, the whole pandemic started. So when the first year Yeah. So uh, everything was like so different. I'm like, oh my God, like, I would think my coworkers were so annoying and, you know, just like, I don't want to talk to you. Like, <laughs> good day, that. good day and keep walking. And uh-huh. then everything happened and I'm just like, wow, I miss Now you're hanging out with your coworkers. Yeah. Like now that you guys are not yeah. seeing each other face to face and bothering each other at the office. Yeah. Now you can like hang out with them and appreciate them. So, I felt like that was me. Like I was like, oh, it was more so mm-hmm. customers I had to deal with yeah. more than the, my coworkers. Yeah. I didn't really care like oh mm-hmm. going back to see them because we make the job fun. Yeah. But it's just the people that I knew was coming up like acting foolish, acting crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, panicking like how you gonna go to a restaurant and fucking panic that you. Oh my God! Is it been sanitized? Has it been like this? Yeah. Eat at home then. If you if you're exactly. so scared, uh-huh. stay home. That's exactly. how I feel. Definitely. Like I feel like if I'm going out and I know that I'm gonna have to wear my mask, 
uh, wear gloves or whatever the case may be, and I have an issue with that, then I'm just gonna stay home. I'm, or I'm gonna have Bay maybe drop me off something or Uber Eats. Uber Eats not good. Literally, but this lady, yeah. I remember it was like a story. This lady, uh-huh. she said that she hadn't left the house at all, but she ended up getting the virus. Yes. And she thought it was because of her deliveries that she kept making deliveries on. Possibly. And like just the bot, like just when you touch boxes, yes. and you touch your face, yes. or you touch your doorknobs, you don't know what you're touching in your house. Exactly. So all that stuff you bring in from these stores, it could have just gave you the virus, and you you thinking, oh, it's just by going outside. Yeah, exactly. But it's really not. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I had a situation. I saw well, a situation on the news where this person, like you know, basically stayed at home all day. I don't go out, but because I think there was an issue with the Uber Eats and them handling food, or are they sneezing Ooh. or not sanitizing wow. after each touching Nasty. items, then they yeah. give it to you. Then yeah, you can possibly get. Coronavirus, and like the news said that the coronavirus is not something that you can get airborne like outside. And that's sometimes I feel like it's airborne because it's too many people. I think it's sneezing though. Like you have to sneeze and be next to somebody. I just I just feel like coronavirus is like any other virus that is meant to enter your body and leave it. And you know you have white blood cells in your body, and these things are in your body to fight infection for mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. and to build your immune system. So it's like any other virus; you're meant to get it, receive it, and for it to leave. No, How many times I mean, do we but get a lot sick? Are, I mean, I know people die from the flu yearly, but yeah. like they, they were saying that this like coronavirus has a strand of like yeah, either HIV or AIDS or some other strand really? that they didn't know, and like. Even young people who aren't compromised, because they were like, mm-hmm. oh, older people are compromised. Yeah. So people are compromised. Like, yeah. I know, a, like, you see a lot of young people dying. Yeah. I feel like it's because also there were mention of underlying diseases, like if you have diabetes or yeah, cancer, and if you catch this virus like that, because it's it has to do with your immune system. Your yeah, immune system, your immune like you said, system is not built off, strong enough. Um, viruses, bacteria. So if it's not able to fight it off on its yeah. own and you have underlying issues, once you get yeah. the coronavirus, I can definitely see that being some sort of challenge and you probably of course. From that. and if, if you don't take care of yourself if you're not a healthy person if you're a person that's always eating junk and you know you don't even <laughs> have a little bit that's me you don't even have a little I sense mean, of like some type of vitamin some type of fruit some type of things that build up your yeah. immune system you know like obviously you tend to get more sick than a, than another person because uh-huh. you know your body is not meant to such a challenge so did your mom give you any home remedies or like um because i know like in a latin household and caribbean household like they try to fix everything with salt and water or lime shit ginger ale ginger ale ginger ale like, like, that, like for black people it's that. ginger ale yeah, like exactly. you sick girl drink some ginger ale oh look <laughs> and my grandfather's favorite orange oh, juice is too. Oh, some people, some like people my mom when she was making is like homemade juice with like beets oranges and natural things and uh-huh. she was like telling us to have like a uh, one glass like daily or whatever okay and um to keep she has a, a juicer machine and like she was Ooh. making it uh-huh. we would have one like you know i would have one like once a week i'm like it, it's not that you know yeah. i'm not stepping out of the house yeah like so okay since we all live with our parents right mm-hmm. now we're on our we're on our way out though. on our way okay. on our way but since we do live with our parents did your parents give you a hard time about leaving the house and were they strict or oh yeah yeah Yes. Um, I, I can start off by saying, um, basically, my dad, as soon as he heard about the virus and he knew that it had to do with also having underlying issues, like, say, for instance, if my brother who was staying with us at the time, he goes in and out the house. My dad was like, listen, it's either you stay in or you stay out because there's no in and coming through because of first seeing the first cases and people dying from it and then seeing the videos on social media with people that got infected in China, he definitely was like the first month, like first two, three months, nowhere, no going nowhere. 
messy friends, dog, boyfriend, <laughs> nobody. So yeah. It was well, my, you know, yeah. my, I have a very relative young parents because my mom's 40 and her husband is uh, 37, so they're very young. They kind of oh, under, yeah. yeah, they kind of understand things a lot. But since you know, I have a five-year-old sister, my mom was just like, "No, nope, you're not coming in and out. You know, you're gonna get the baby sick. You're gonna get us sick, and if mm-hmm. something, you know, God forbid, were to happen to us." you are going to have this guilt forever in yeah, your mind that because you decided you. to go in and out and we ca- we caught a virus due to you coming in and out and touching doorknobs and touching the table and this and then we mm-hmm. passed by there and then, you know, your immune system could have fought it but ours didn't, then something happens to us, what are you going to do? So they were scaring exactly. the fuck yeah. out of y'all. My mom, yeah. she didn't really care. Like, I, I'm not going to even lie. Like, I was going to Target every other mm-hmm. day, Walmart every other day. Uh-huh. I was like, that was like therapy for you, right? Hell yeah. Like, were I needed you to get out of the house. Oh, for sure. I wore mask gloves and, mm-hmm. you know, sprayed Lysol on all the bags. Okay. Through, like, the, you know, usually how, you know, you save grocery yeah. bags for, mm-hmm. like, trash oh, purposes. All the time. We, ne- we didn't save not one plastic bag at oh, all. So like, we just said, let's just put it, mm-hmm. everything, like, in boxes. We had to take out. Because mm-hmm. I know people directly touch the box. So, it was like, I was not trying to be so scared because I'm like, I just didn't feel like I would get it. Uh-huh. Personally, me. Yeah, my sister ended up getting it later. Oh, my okay. older sister ended up getting the virus later, but she was always in the house. She never went nowhere. I like, just, you know, um, I've heard that too. People that have not stepped foot outside get it. And I just feel like sometimes you could be so precautious about life and you can like, you can wear your seatbelt. You can not violate uh, red or yellow lights. You can be the safest driver in the world, and when a truck or a car wants to get into your, you know, intersection and hit you, they're gonna hit you. Mm-hmm. And if it's your time, it's your time. Unfortunately, I know, like scaring the fuck out of kids. Like, okay, I, I had my my niece is four. I had to tell her, like, Callie, like, there's germs. Like, don't touch it. It's germs. The germs are bad. The germs make you like throw up. Cause she doesn't know like sick yet. Yeah, like she exactly. knows she hasn't had a fever or anything like that, but she knows the feeling of throwing up. So if I tell her, Callie, you're gonna throw up, she's uh uh-uh. uh, oh hell no. Oh, she <laughs> touched nothing in the store. It's so like no, yeah. I'm like, Callie, you're gonna throw up. She's like, Oh no. Then she knew it was bad, it was serious. Yeah, and all serious. these grown ass yeah. adults not wearing masks, like my four-year-old niece, like puts on a mat like she'll put it on herself like yeah, exactly. she knows she's going to public yeah. place she'll put it on she's like oh auntie lexis we're just going to get gas do we do we um do i put my mask on yup put your mask on even if we're standing outside because people nasty mm-hmm. so yeah. i don't even care if they're on another pump all the way over there i'm gonna put it on just exactly. in case do you guys really think a mask will keep you from getting this virus yep um, I have mixed feelings about it because I've been hearing so many different things. Um, our president says it won't, but I hear people, scientists saying it will, so it's it's conflicting. So I, I do don't have know. mixed feelings about it as well because, mm-hmm. like I said, you can protect yourself all you want, but when it's when it's time for something to hit you in life, it will hit you. Will I agree. Get it. True, it but it's like you can't be so careless and so yeah like, you can't you can't either. be careless like, oh, saying, i'm not gonna wear a mask it might it may or not be but just be safe yeah it's rather be safe than sorry like, i'd rather wear it knowing that mm-hmm. it might not protect me but at least i'm you know making others feel comfortable around me that religiously believe that you know that this is like this <laughs> fuck that i just know that it obviously protects people I definitely but it protects that. myself yeah. like it does help because you're breathing in your own air within your own space mm-hmm. so it's not like you're breathing upon somebody's air like that so definitely it does protect you in a lot of senses you know mm-hmm. and this and for me like this virus is helpful because it gave people personal space because mm-hmm. i swear Especially everybody here, in miami. here in miami everybody wants to be all close to you 
Exactly. I'm like, they always want to be close on you, mm-hmm. close on top, always next to you. Like, thank God for this virus a little bit because yeah. not, no, actually, I take that back. Not thank God for the virus, but like, it helped in some areas. Yeah, it and areas. it made people feel like, you know, awaken into the sense that, hey, you need to be washing your hands. Yeah. Not just now because it's a virus, but everywhere you go. Do you know all the things you can catch or give your kids or like, you know, the own food you're eating, you're harming yourself because it's full of germs and bacteria. Like, you know, you can't just come home and not wash your hands. You have to keep sanitizing your hands, have your little sanitizer in the car. Mm -hmm. Always be so cautious of being clean Mm -hmm. because it's so great to be clean, you know? And the president, he downplayed the virus. Like, he literally said he downplayed Mm -hmm. the virus. Like, he literally said that it's, it's a hoax. It's so fake. It's. And then he got I mean, himself. I just feel like it wouldn't. It wouldn't be a fake virus if you know so many people weren't dying. Like if you tell me, okay, we have five cases, then I'll be like, okay, those five cases could have been by various reasons. Okay. But now we have millions of people, not only here in the United States, but in Spain, in Italy, in Dominican Republic. Yeah, but they're Europe. healed. We're still not even. They they got no cases. We're still at the bottom of the barrel, like with cases. Like yeah. we're still getting cases every day, especially here in Miami. Like, and um, isn't that funny that we have the best supposedly healthcare system? And, and who said that? That's I never funny. heard. I never heard that we have the best. Well, well, I heard that we do. We're supposed yeah, to. Yeah, we're best, supposed but, to have the best because we have a million. Showing that there's nothing. Yeah, really. we're supposed to have the best of everything because we have a whole military. We're showing how behind we, we have really a are. whole house full of you know Congress and Senate. We're supposed to have the best of everything, and that's why people come here to better their lives. But look, look at the turnaround. Like, but I don't know about we're, we're good at like health because like no, nah. I, I, I people like go people don't even come people don't even come to America like Americans we go to Colombia Dominican Republic to get our bodies done mm-hmm. to get work done because we can't even afford that shit here at home. You but don't do see you, you don't like, see other countries yeah. coming over here to get their work done. We have to pay like twenty thousand dollars to have a baby, a baby. But they're fighting us on abortions. Yeah. They the won't let me is, get a three. They won't let me get a four hundred, six hundred dollar abortion, mm-hmm. but they want me to pay twenty thousand dollars to push out a kid that child won't let me terminate if I wanted to. Yeah, but then I also feel like in other countries they have a lot of restrictions, so they don't even allow them to have the abortion and hospital equipments and stuff like that might not be the same. That's true. And I feel like um, personally, Spain has the best healthcare system because you don't have to pay to see a doctor you don't have to pay to bring a child that should be a fucking god-given right like what the hell it should it definitely should you shouldn't have to pay to even get seen by a doctor or have a bill afterwards because you're already stressed due to a sickness imagine like a cancer patient have to battle through cancer and also worry about co-pays and if they have enough to see their doctor or even have chemotherapy yeah that shit ridiculous making a cancer patient pay to get yeah. treatment i mean and they supposedly do all this funding like the adults uh um, not the i'm sorry they do all this funding like um you know those famous people and stuff to, towards all these hospitals but i never see the money you know how many money they donate towards things but to they just they just stuff? do it like they get more equipment or they yeah, put they a new they put a new room in a hospital they yeah. look they build a new wing look yeah. memorial west fucking a new uh, a whole new parking garage like, nigga, y'all ain't saving nobody in the actual <laughs> hospital, but y'all, say, y'all wanna put more spaces yeah, for people to spaces. get more visitors? Exactly. Like, come on. Like, you can lower these visitors. Like, bring you... doctors from countries like Africa and these other countries that they have so much, you know, 
medicine in their head and so many natural things because they don't have what we have here, mm -hmm. the technology, and they can possibly save someone without having to put them through so much medication, which at the end of the day turns out to be like opioids, you know, people abuse from medications when they're in pain. Because drugs are drugs. Exactly. <laughs> they, want, they want to point out crack, they want to point out heroin, they want to point out weed, but mm -hmm. all in all, like, people can be addicted to fucking Tylenol. They really can. Yeah. People can be addicted to Tylenol. I feel like, to I'm, to I feel like I'm, like, I'm a little addicted cough to melatonin. Drops. Melatonin? I feel like I I'm wanna... addicted um, to cough drops and uh, what's the NyQuil? NyQuil. Right? I'll be thinking, if, I swear I'll take a melatonin every night. There, there was a time yeah. where I was addicted to Advil PM because, you know, sometimes I would just feel so down that I just wanted to go to sleep and I would go bloop, bloop. Drink four and then that's four. It. Yeah, because two would <laughs> make take away it, the pain. Yeah, no, two two would make it like drowsy. So like four Advils equals like I don't know like eight hundred milligrams oh, yeah, of ibuprofen. So yeah, that's like normal. Yeah. So then I'll just drink four and then I'll just go to sleep till the next day like a baby. Four. And I was yeah. so addicted to uh, Advil. No, actually, I had my um my Midol pills like cramping pills for my cycle. They're like at least five hundred. Um, what's it? Yeah. Milligram, milligrams, milligrams. Yeah. yeah. So I drink two of those, and that's a thousand. That's just enough for me to stop. A thousand? Oh, I don't even take drugs. Okay, yeah. melatonin is the only drug right now yeah. I actually take. And that's antihistamines. I don't know how to pronounce the word. Uh, ibuprofen. Ibuprofen. But there's another word to it too. Oh. But so melatonin so. is something very it's natural. Is like, it? Yeah, okay, I have like the dropper, like the liquid mm -hmm. version. And you just put it on your tongue and you... Oh, it, it you melts slowly, away. Yeah, you yeah. slowly just go to sleep. Yeah. That's the only drug because I had to stop taking ibuprofen too because mm -hmm. it'll cause problems. Yeah. And mm -hmm. we've been taking ibuprofen, what, since we were 13? Yeah. Getting our, yeah. getting since, our cycles? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, since I can remember myself getting a headache. Sure. I started yeah. taking um, Advil, Tylenol, any painkiller I could. So on our lighter note, because that was kind of a depressing little, you know, segment <laughs> yeah. talking about people dying. <laughs> I know. What did you do to keep yourself occupied? Like, I know that TV was important for everybody, but what else did you do to keep yourself occupied? Besides think, Instagram, too, because... Instagram, okay. Well, for the most part... I kind of like the first month or so, there wasn't really nothing going on with TV and Instagram because you just seen the same thing every day. So I pretty much hanged out with my family more, go outside, walk around the block. Um, I was doing things that I don't normally do the first uh, first two months. Um, so also to occupy myself, yes, I would go on um, Instagram, Snapchat, look through all the social medias, and then once I was done with that, I would do homework, and then once I was done with that, I might, like I said, go outside, feed Zulu, walk the dog, bathe the dog, cook food, like, just doing things I just normally It was doing. like the same shit every day. Yeah. It was like, I was, I yeah. swear to God, I was like joy. in a show or a movie, yeah. like the same, I swear I was in the same day every day. I yeah. don't know if this is like, I don't know, but... You guys, you know, you're all familiar with Spongebob yeah. and how Patrick has a whole rock where he lives under. Yeah. I feel like I was under that rock Definitely. living, literally. Definitely. Literally. Yeah. Not, you know, I'm very thankful for where I live and stuff, but mm -hmm. I just felt like I was under a rock where I couldn't get out of. Yeah. It's like a fish, when you take out its water, the fish will, like, you know, can't breathe. Mm -hmm. And that's how it felt for me because I even went on Amazon and I bought a spinning bike. Ooh, oh, shopping. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. what? Yes. Yeah, I spent oh, yeah, at least a thousand dollars on clothing. Like what? In the house every week, every month, every I, two weeks. Like, wow. yeah. I swear, like <laughs> I was buying hella shit, and then uh -huh. it's crazy because uh -huh. when everything opened back up, like, mind you, I was buying like, like beautiful, like beautiful dresses, uh -huh. heels, yeah. and then it's like none of that. Those places are open like that for me to wear that stuff. So I still got shit sitting in the closet. 
that I can't wear yet yeah, until everything yeah, opens back yeah, up. Exactly, like, right. And right. even now, it's it's kind of like weird to want to dress fully, like, you know, how mm-hmm. you used to for a whole dinner day. And I can't yeah. even do my full face makeup yeah. when I have to throw on a mask over it. Yeah, exactly. and it's very uncomfortable to have to wear the mask, mask where you have lipstick and your makeup because it gets, does get mm-hmm. stuck to your mask yes. regardless. I think the first restaurant me and Mia went out to was Gigi's uh-huh. Waterfront yeah, when we first we opened. Oh, and sure. we got to wear, like, actual clothing. Yeah. And then was that like? It was good. Uh-huh. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. We were we, far as yeah. fuck from everybody. From I don't everyone. think we saw a table. Yeah. We only saw one table like next yeah. to us, really. But I mean, it was okay. Like, but I'm tired of restaurants. Like, yeah. I, I like how we went bowling mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Now everything was opening back up. So yeah. Yeah. I'd rather have, have homemade yeah. cooked meals and sit at a restaurant and eat it just because you don't know if they're actually following protocol. Uh, you know, I ain't worried about that. Mm-hmm. Or if, you know. <laughs> It's just I I would, I I'm better going out to other places than to like a restaurant. You know? Wait, so on that note, so let's say you are in a restaurant, um, and you're away from everyone, everyone, like you know, you have your table off, tucked off to your section. Do you feel like it's safer then to take and remove your mask off? Oh, I take my shit. Look, as soon as I, as soon as I sit bro, down, that shit's coming off. As soon as I sit down, where my drink at? Give me the drink. Yeah, exactly. So listen, definitely. So you I'm feel not, like you're in a, in a safe zone once you're. At this point, I don't even care. As long as I'm six feet away from somebody, though. Okay, so. Okay. Yeah. So, like, if you're over There's there, I'm gone. over here, I'm fine. But as exactly. soon as you come close, like, eh. Okay. I mean, this weekend I went to, you know, the strip club with a few co-workers. Like, uh-huh. not a few, a lot of co-workers. Ooh. And I, I was wearing my mask at the beginning, but I kept doing like this to take the drink. And that shit was aggravating me. Wait, were there any, like, rules or guidelines in the club? Because when I'm watching Snapchat and Instagram, I don't see no guidelines. No enforcement, yeah. no mask, no nothing. Yeah, so. me too. Um, the strip club was a... Well, like, we had a section. Okay. Luckily, we had a section, but... Uh-huh. Other than that, I really didn't pay attention to the rest of the club. The strippers did not have any mask no, on. I'm like, not. damn. Yeah, they're just wow. completely naked, first of all. And then they're just... Literally no. naked. Yeah, and then... That's well, high risk. They're, they're really high high risk I'm saying, you naked, girl? Naked. You got like 14 yeah, holes? holes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got more? You got more? <laughs> girl, you got more than enough holes to get the virus exactly. through. That's so Might as well not wear a mask. Actually, there was a thing on Instagram. I don't know if you guys will agree with it, but people were literally saying like, listen, I don't even know why people are afraid of coronavirus when you don't have men out here wrapping up when there's other things out here like AIDS, you know, HIVs and other STDs that you can get. They don't wrap up for that, but now they're trying to like protect That's themselves. That's true, but not COVID. everybody's gonna have sex though. Yeah. But still, a lot of people that do have sex, true. it's high, they don't use protection and it's just like, Yo, you can really die from this, <laughs> but you wear Corona, I mean, mask for Corona, like it's like it's gonna but, really help you. But those are you. two different things, though, because I can walk up my house, mm-hmm. I can go months without having sex, yeah. but I can't go a day without wearing a mask because I'm like, it's a possibility that day that you walk out without one, you get yeah. the virus. But they exactly. also say it only takes that one time of doing something that's to true, get. But that's true. true. It, it's hey, hey, it only took Drake that one, one time, time with that. Oh, oh God. God. So, I mean, um, it's a little different though. Like, <laughs> like, what the heck? <laughs> they are—they uh, <laughs> overdid it with that comment. They really That's... did, but it did make me think about that though. Like, true, but yeah, definitely makes you think about it, right? The yeah. sex is so different from that. It is a different feeling. I feel like, but. Like I feel like if you should wear you should wear like maybe if they said oh some of y'all niggas don't wear seatbelts which I want to wear masks I will understand because you drive in a car more often than you have uh-huh. sex well for True. me at least damn I have sex every day 
No, that's true. But do you guys also feel, because there was another theory or something floating out there basically saying that with coronavirus, do you guys feel like we kind of wish for something like this to happen or pray for a time like this? Because I know when I was younger, going to school every day, going to work every day, or playing golf every day, I was like, Lord, if you can just let a bomb hit the school today and we don't have to go to school for the rest of the year because I'm either failing a class or I just have so much going on. Do you feel like we kind of pray for times like this? Like we, you know, we had so many doubts and regrets about stuff. Like, damn, I just wish something can happen. But it's so funny because, you know, last year was like the toughest year of my life. Oh, see? And I was exactly. saying how bad I hated 2019. See, yeah. look. I was so like, grateful and shit. Like, you like, you get. Maybe, well, exactly. the thing is, I didn't have it worse than a lot of people this year. Yeah. I got to stay home. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, my only troubles was I couldn't travel, Yeah. Oh, yeah. which I definitely. love to do. I couldn't oh travel. God. I couldn't see my home, my, my home girls. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that's yeah. about it. Like, I didn't have it as tough as other people did. Other people was tough. Like, okay. people who are poor, who didn't yeah. have nowhere to go. People who exactly. were hungry, yeah. who didn't have nowhere to go. Who lost luck- their jobs. Right? Yeah, and yeah. it was just me and my mom in the house. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, I have my space. You got chores. Mm-hmm. We can afford the lights on. Like, we can afford <laughs> yeah, uh, the car yeah. like car payments. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to still pay some, like, my like car payment, like, mm-hmm. still in quarantine. All my other shit kind of, like, paused. Okay. But it was funny because as soon as shit opened up, uh, Progressive was like, you owe yeah. one something, one thousand something dollars <laughs> from all the months that you missed. I'm like, damn. Yeah, because that's the thing that they push back everything, yeah. but you still, but you have, still to have to that. pay that. Do you guys pay interest or no? Do they charge? No, no. When you do a car payment, you have interest. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's so minimum. Like it's. Yeah. I mean, it's not even existent. Like you know. Okay. As, yeah, the car, the payments are the same every month. So. Okay, so nothing changes. But yeah, that. <laughs> but. Mm-hmm. That is the end of our little chit chat for today, guys. Yes, we did so yes. good. We kept the conversation flowing. Exactly. A good first episode. This, Definitely. This season of episodes is going to be great with hella more laughter because the conversations are going to get better than this. Like, this is not, this is just the first episode. Like, we just wanted this to talk about. Yeah, we just wanted to talk about what's currently going on right now. But mm-hmm. later on in the season, like, we'll definitely get into some more stuff. Like, whatever we want to talk about. It's all on the table. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in with us. And you guys, come back for episode two. Bye.